0: This is Sarah O'Connell Claytor. And
1: this is Jonah Trebowasser.
0: And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service.
1: Each week, we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life.
0: And today, our guest is Rotarian Peter Marks from the Seed Programs International, and we're discussing preserving seeds for the future.
1: That sounds like a fascinating subject. And, Doesn't uh, it? Peter Marks, welcome to Radio Rotary.
2: Thanks so much. I'm happy to be here.
1: Now, you're a Rotarian down in Asheville, North Carolina. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, that's correct. I've been a member of a great club for about uh, seven or eight years now.
1: Well, that's terrific. Well, every every Rotary club is a great club. We're going to find out more about your <laughs> club uh, later in the program. But first, tell us, what exactly is Seed programs international
2: sure yeah so uh... we're a non-profit organization uh... been here for twenty years And um, what we do is uh, sort of recapture and repurpose vegetable seed that would otherwise go to waste because it's excess to the industry. And we get it into hands all over the world where people are facing um, hunger, poverty, and crisis situations so that they can grow in gardens some of the food that they need to have better nutrition and better income.
1: Well, that sounds like a terrific uh, project. How do you go about doing that?
2: Yeah, well, (laughs) so much depends upon our partners. We Partner up with people all over the world, uh, whether it is small community based organizations or the large nonprofits or Rotarians or people like Peace Corps volunteers, church based groups who are having some kind of project in which a vegetable garden would make a difference. Um, we then uh, work with them to develop a seed order, you might say, and we have a seed that we select to be appropriate for their conditions, which we keep germination tested, which we put in small paper packets that are printed in, in five languages. or or the specific language needed in that community. And then we work with that partner on the uh, logistics, essentially, to get the seed into the community where it's needed. And it could be anything. We tend to work in larger quantities, so a small shipment for us is about 1,000 seed packets. A big one might be a couple pallets of 30,000 packets each to deal with a a, a major um, situation. And these seed packets
1: are, are like the little, you know, uh, square things that you pick up in a lawn center that has like a p- picture <laughs> of a sunflower on it? That kind of uh, 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 yep, envelope?
2: yep. Yeah, we, we print them ourselves, um, uh, but it, you are you are describing exactly the type of envelope. You know, uh, gardens in the developing world often need to fit into even smaller spaces than we have here, so the amount of seed we can fit in one of those small packets is, is appropriate for distribution to a lot of people in a village or a city or a school garden or, or any of those situations.
0: So where mm-hmm. is your organization, Seed Programs International? Is it based out of North Carolina, Peter?
2: Yeah, our staff is right here in Asheville. Actually, we we, we work with the business community, so the seed is actually packaged in Holland, Michigan, (laughs) and uh, that's where we hold our inventory and we ship from there. And we actually have board members all over the U.S. and world. Um, We have a small staff of just four people and a board of about 15 um, who get this all done, of course, in collaboration with our partners who are providing the boots on the ground. Uh, in in each location.
0: And talk a little bit about uh, who these partners are and exactly where they're located.
2: Sure. Yeah, so uh, it it really is worldwide, although not in North America. Uh, And so... The partners, uh, sub-Saharan Africa, I would say, predominates, um, as well as the Caribbean and, and Central America. But we also have some partnerships in uh, in Asia and South America and other locations. And you know, uh, I could give several examples. And I know we'll get into the Rotary program later. But um, for example, in Haiti, we work with a community-based group that operates school garden programs uh, in ten different schools. In Ethiopia, we work. With With a community organization that's actually run by a gentleman in California um, that is helping a population of displaced people, um, about a thousand families, to have enough food to eat in the location that they're relocated to. Uh, Just to give one rotary example, in uh, Guatemala, um, the Arlington Heights Rotary Club works with a Mayan boarding school to uh, run a gardening program there, and then the kids who attend the school carry the seed that they've learned how to grow back to their home villages and introduce their parents to um, growing a wide basket of nutrition. And so that's uh, carried by Rotarians who have been volunteering in that community for a long time, but the actual program is operated by a nonprofit school. Um, And finally, you know, if you go to the largest scale, uh, we've partnered in the past with groups like uh, the United Nations World Food Program to, to get seed out there, or even there was a program that the U.S. military was involved in when there were Iraq war widows who needed support to generate nutrition and income. Uh, this was before my time, actually, we partnered with, with the U.S. military and local organizations to, to help these uh, communities that have been impacted by the war. So, wide range of partnerships um, and also a wide range of goals uh, from economic development to women's empowerment to um, basic nutrition and survival, to, you know, recovering from a crisis like a hurricane or a drought.
1: Our guest on Radio Rotary is Rotarian Peter Marks from Asheville, North Carolina, and he's telling us about the great work of the SEED Programs International. Peter, how did all this get started? Whose idea was this?
2: Yeah, great question. So uh, we were started uh, 20, 21 years ago by a gentleman named John Batcha, now passed away. And he started us as a retiree from the seed industry, Mm. so as essentially a retirement project. um, And he had seen how much seed gets thrown away just because of overproduction or competition within the industry or sometimes seed that doesn't quite meet the specs of say you know high-end commercial growers in the u.s. but would be able to feed thousands of people and he saw how much hunger and poverty there was in the world and thought okay as an industry person, I understand the barriers of making this really logical connection, and I can start a nonprofit organization that will overcome those barriers. And that's what he did.
1: So, Peter, if folks at home want to learn more about uh, Seed Programs International, do you have a website?
2: We do. It is uh, seedprograms.org. One more time. Find us there.
1: One more time. Seed,
2: mm-hmm. time. Seedprograms.org, and we're also at Seed Programs on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: And folks home, get a pencil and paper, because we'll have our great guest, Rotarian Peter Marks, repeat that in the next portion of the show. So in about the 15 seconds we have left, Peter, uh, remind people what kind of uh, crops those seeds are going to produce around the world. Is it just edible stuff, or do you do occasional sunflowers just because it looks pretty?
2: Yeah, great question. So it is. um, we do carry a flower or two at times, but it is fairly exclusively um, fresh garden vegetables, Uh, many relief uh, and development organizations focus on staple foods that will fill your stomach, like rice, beans, corn. We leave those for others, and we focus on these most nutritious, fresh, valuable vegetables, such as you probably grow in your home garden.
1: And we'll find out more about Seed Programs International from our great guest, Rotarian Peter Marks, in just a moment. But Sarah O'Connell, Clater, who keeps us fed by sponsoring Radio Rotary this week?
0: Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank and Riverside Bank. Absolute Auction and Realty, Third Eye Associates. And the featured Rotary clubs of Brewster Carmel, Clarkstown Sunrise, Fishkill Fishkill, Goshen Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri Village, Kingston Liberty, Millbrook Nanuet, Greater Newburgh, and New City, New York.
1: Coming back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages, so stay tuned.
0: 57522216
3: There is always a reason to live This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of MHA of Dutchess County and the Mark Agency. Suicide impacts tens of thousands of people each year and is often the result of untreated depression. Do not let the stigma keep you from talking to your doctor. The Claudio Cares Foundation and MHA want everyone struggling with depression to know that we all have a reason to live. Don't be a statistic and don't leave your loved ones wondering what they should have or could have done. What is your reason to live? Call MHA at 473-2500.
0: Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell Clater, and I want to welcome all of our loyal listeners and our new listeners back to this segment of Radio Rotary. I am joined in the studio by my co-host, Jonah tree And we are chatting with, the phone, a fellow Rotarian in Asheville, North Carolina, Peter Marks, and he is involved with Seed Programs International. He's also a Rotarian and involved in a program called Rotarians Against Hunger, and we have been listening to a fascinating uh, background. Yeah, right, absolutely.
1: Jana? absolutely. Um, Peter, welcome back to the second portion of Radio Rotary.
0: And let's refresh so and just explain to listeners that are just joining us what the Seed Programs International is is exactly what your organization is about, you're a nonprofit, just give us a little background.
2: Yep. Uh, so we are a nonprofit, and we exist to get vegetable seed to people who need it around the world who don't have em- enough to eat. We maintain a unique supply. The seed is non-GMO, selected to thrive in developing world conditions where people don't have a hose coming out of their house, don't have you know Home right. Depot with uh, bags of fertilizer, and they're needing to make the most of conditions where they're living on less than two dollars a day. We find vegetable seed can make a transformative difference in those lives. And we partner with people, including Rotarians, um, all over the world to make that happen.
1: Peter, what kind of uh, vegetables do you send out? What what kind of vegetable seeds do you send out? And where do you send them out around the world?
2: Sure. Yeah, so um, vegetables range from uh, onions, tomatoes, squashes, uh, leafy greens, okra, uh, melons, carrots, uh, we have about 25 types. Most of them are common. Um, a couple of them maybe are less common here like uh, leafy amaranths is a tropically adapted green that will, will grow well where it's uh, super hot and there might be a little less water. So we'll, we'll provide some items like that that can be appropriate for where most hunger is in the world. So those are some of the vegetables we send out. Um, and a- we and send them send primarily to, to uh, Africa, uh, Central America, the Caribbean, but really anywhere in the world where, where uh, there's a need.
1: Do you have any idea how many people you fed through this great program, Seed Programs International?
2: Yeah, in our history, there's been uh, more than a million vegetable gardens planted. Wow. Uh, We ship about uh, a quarter million packets a year all over the world, and about uh, this year it'll be somewhere around 50 to 60 uh, different shipments. So uh, we reach a lot of people. We also um, support training, and we track training as well. Seed does not grow by itself. It needs... Um, a, a talented person to make it happen uh, and and we 're really we don 't think of it as charity because it 's so much work in these communities to successfully plant and harvest a garden so for example, last year. Uh, we documented more than, uh, I think it was 8,000 people who received training along with the seeds from our community-based partners. And that's essential for ensuring the program is effective and sustainable.
0: So you're teaching gardening skills.
2: Uh, not me, most of the no, time. But I but mean, we your
0: organization are, or your yep. partners are also, it's, it's mm-hmm. not as simple as it sounds, that you're getting the seeds out. And I just wanted to mention that we first heard about Seed Programs International through our producer, who has mm-hmm. got on a relief mission to Haiti um, in the past mm-hmm. with an organization that does it annually, and mm-hmm. she personally has carried your seeds down to Haiti.
3: Mm. Oh, How that's wonderful. That? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Ah. So that's how oh, that's we great. kind of learned more about what you're doing. And, Peter, our listeners like to know a little bit about the people that we're interviewing. So sure. um, tell us again how long you've been with SEED Program International, how long you've been a Rotarian, and mm-hmm. how you got involved with both programs,
2: actually. Sure. Sure. Yeah, well, the, the one kind of uh, – the the starting with seed programs is actually what led me to rotary um and so it's both around the same time which well, is very simpatico
0: towards... very simpatico. Uh, yes, eight years yeah. ago
2: yeah i started and i saw that you know when i was looking at who we had worked with in the past i saw you know rotary and i thought well uh, better learn about this and so i went and visited you know a couple of clubs in my area and and knew right away that that um, I wanted to be involved and contribute you know not only for the organization, but hey, I had gone from having more of a local nonprofit work background to my entire day being spent you know ten thousand miles away at least electronically, and I wanted to stay involved in my local community you know um, so I'm in Rotary as much for that reason as I am for anything to do with well, my work. Well, the
0: fellowship, you make some mm-hmm. amazing contacts, but also some uh, very deep friendships um, come out yeah, of your yeah. involvement. Yeah,
2: and, and being able to do volunteer work, you know, in in my community, um, which I still very much care about. You know, even though as I said, my efforts are focused on, on, um, you know, the developing world.
1: So Peter, where and when does your club meet?
2: Uh, we meet, uh, Wednesday mornings at, uh, 7 AM. <laughs> um, and, uh, So yeah, you're a morning uh,
0: glory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. We like it that way. And it's a, it's a great, uh, it's, it's a, it's, I think it's a club that has, um, followed, I think the overall rotary pattern of becoming, um, I don't know, a, a, a little less uh formal and rigid mm-hmm. so um so it's fun yeah it is it is fun uh it's it's almost half women if not more than half women which i think is a great trend yes um that i think rotary is perhaps so moving toward
0: we would be remiss and not bringing up your grant program yep. um can you kind of give us a summary
2: yep so um this is uh, so I participate in something called Rotarians Against Hunger, and that actually has its own website at RotariansAgainstHunger.org. Give that one, and one more that time, is
1: Peter. Give it one more time. Rotarians,
2: mm-hmm, RotariansAgainstHunger.org. And folks home,
1: get a pencil and paper. We'll have Peter repeat all the websites before the end of the show.
2: And the story there is that that started as really a local meal packing event to support primarily uh, food recipients in our, uh, who, who are serviced by our local food pantries. Um, in rural western North Carolina and he, here in the city, um, where about one in six children are considered hu- hungry throughout this region. And w- given that it's Rotary International, this program was also shipping some of these packaged meals overseas. Well, This was a little challenging and inefficient, and of course, once someone who's faced a crisis eats a meal that you've sent them, they then don't have anything else, right? And so once I got involved, um, those involved in the program thought, well, let's send seed instead, you know, instead of food, and so uh, we started a program in which any Rotarian in the world um, can apply to receive and it's it's a seed grant not a cash grant can apply to receive uh, one to five boxes of our seed for their rotary linked or rotary supported program okay. and we're going to find out
1: and we're going to find out more peter about your great work with rotarians against hunger and mm-hmm. a seed programs international right after these important messages
0: bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs visit them at salisburybank.com that's salisburybank.com
1: salisbury bank and trust member fdic an equal housing lender salisbury bank enriching
2: hi this is sue doyle of absolute auction and realty back in 1946 we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the hudson valley Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, AARauctions.com is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AARauctions.com, tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's
0: AARauctions.com. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell clater and welcome back to the final segment of this fascinating show on Radio Rotary. I'm joined do, in the studio with Jonah Triboussard. Do you course, know my how fascinating
1: this is? I bet all listeners are having a growing interest in seeds. But
0: um bum. That's because <laughs> we are talking to the president and CEO of Seed Programs International, and he happens to be a fellow Rotarian, Peter Marks. We've got him on remote from Asheville, South um, Asheville, North Carolina. They moved South. South is his Rotary Club name, just so you you think I don't know my geography. Anyway, (laughs) um, we we wanted to circle back to um, something that we touched on in the second segment, um, Peter. And that was the grant program that Mm -hmm. you're involved with. And I think it's a part of Rotarians Against Hunger. But anyway, take it away and and please explain it to our listeners again who have just joined us.
2: Sure. So uh, the deadline is September 30th to apply, and you can find an application on our site and the Rotarians Against Hunger site, which we'll repeat at the end. It's a simple application, and the idea is um, any project that could benefit from vegetable seeds that's rotary-linked, it could be an overseas club that applies or a local club that applies, can apply to receive uh, free seeds from us. Um, This is a great way to build on, for example, many rotary clubs organize water projects. Um, Once you have a well, hey, what are you gonna use with that water that's really gonna benefit the community? You're going to be able to successfully grow a garden in the dry season. Um, Maybe some Rotary clubs have helped build a school. What would enhance that school? A school garden, right? So um, we have many examples all over the world from the past. We've worked with Rotary clubs from the Philippines to Kenya to South Africa to Guatemala, um, as well as American clubs who travel overseas and have carried the seeds with them. Um, on a trip. Uh, One of the miracles of vegetable seed is you could hold in your hands a box that um, conservatively grows five tons of food. Five tons? mm, Wow. Say that again?
0: In your hand? In your hand you can hold that?
2: A box, yeah. In your arms? Uh, okay. (laughs) Okay. So in your arms you could carry a box um, that conservatively harvests five tons of food, and so you can split that up between your duffel bags as you travel, um, perhaps to an international project that your club visits. Our club does such a thing with a project in Honduras where we already did a dental clinic and an eyeglass clinic, and they started collaborating with a local Rotary Club and two NGOs there to get people vegetable seeds because they said, hey, people's teeth are not going to be healthy until they're able to eat a a wide variety of nutritious foods let's be preventative here instead of just you know um reactive to the health situation let's help people have healthier food so they started bringing vegetable seeds Mm -hmm. and got involved with us um to make that happen
1: what a great idea now uh Peter Marks of the Asheville, North Carolina South uh, Rotary Club, uh, who's involved with Seed Programs International and Rotarians Against Hunger. I understand that you have a hands-on project that uh, local groups for either Rotary Clubs or other service clubs, churches, synagogues can get involved in. Uh, Tell us about that.
2: Sure, yes. Typically we fill our seed at a commercial facility, but when people want to have a hands-on experience, we can potentially provide a seed packaging event. Um, So This is great fun. We get anywhere from, I don't know, uh, 50 to 200 people in a room, and uh, we set a goal. Uh, We bring seed packets. We bring seed. Uh, Perhaps the, the club or group who's involved has a place that that seed can go From there. If not, we can help organize that. But in the course of two hours, uh we can fill twenty thousand seed packets. Wow. Um and uh working with you uh make that happen. You know, we do require some some financial support to to make that happen in order to to cover the cost of the seed and to getting it out there and our time in coordinating the event. But it's a wonderful way for people to um, feel like they had a hands-on role in making a difference in people's lives as opposed to just, you know, a financial role or, or a support role.
1: And if groups are interested in uh, taking advantage of this and helping you out with the hands-on project, how would they get a hold of you?
2: Yeah, I mean, you can find it. You can go to our website and look at the staff page. Um, Which is? The and website uh, is? dot uh, is seedprograms.org. And uh, the easy way to email me is just peter at seedprograms.org. Uh, and you can reach out directly to me if you are interested in learning more, either about the uh, Rotarians Against Hunger seed grant opportunity or about hosting a, a seed packaging event in your community. Or if, um, if someone's hearing this after the deadline, um, there are ways that you can get seed um, as we normally do it outside of the free grant program. It's a very affordable contribution that we ask partners in order to deploy the seed out there in the world.
1: Now, Peter Marks, how do you get interested in this? Do you have a background in agriculture?
2: Uh, to some degree. I actually, uh, my, my nonprofit history prior was actually working with local farmers here in the southern Appalachia region. I also co-owned a seed company in Virginia, um, long time ago. Is that right? Uh, so I had a little bit of a seed background and a nonprofit background, and it was just the right, right mix of things for, for me to be thrilled to start in this position.
1: And have you had an opportunity to go around the world and uh, to show people how to plant things or at least watch, uh, watch them plant it? You know, see literally the harvest of your good work?
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, A little bit. I was in Tanzania last year. i have been in Haiti a couple years ago. You know, a lot of our philosophy is that um, we try to develop the strength of local leaders rather than apply our own Skills. So, uh, for the money for me to fly somewhere, um, we can invest in a local agronomist um, somewhere where our seed is, and have them out helping hundreds of gardeners a day to have an effective harvest. And, and that's, uh, as the Rotary Foundation says, that's that's the sustainable way to, um, to to develop a project over time rather than relying on outside quote unquote experts like myself.
1: And the minute we have left, Peter, how can uh, folks at home who are listening? either uh, live on the radio or around the world on our podcast, best help uh, you help people stay fed? How can they help you?
2: Sure, yes. Um, Well, I I think uh, especially for Rotarians or people with any other group, um, uh, either with the seed packaging event or Rotarians Against Hunger uh, project that we talked about, that's a great way to get involved. Uh, Another way is simply by donating, um, either directly or it could be a gift in honor. If if someone has, for example, a a parent or spouse or child who loves gardening, Um, what a wonderful way to honor their birthday or anniversary or, or, um, you know, a a holiday, make a gift in their honor. Um, So, uh, you can donate at our site, seedprograms.org. so uh, those are the couple, couple of the strongest ways uh, to get involved. Uh, finally, we have a project called Global Gardeners, where people can sign up to receive 10 seed packets that are the same varieties we're growing around the world. It involves a little contribution. um, And then you are growing vegetables in solidarity with people facing hunger, um, and you're able to uh, support us at the same time. So that's a third way to get involved.
1: Rotarian Peter Marks of Asheville, North Carolina, thank you so much for everything you do to feed the hungry around the world. And thank you for joining us today on Radio Rotary.
2: Thank you for all you do to uh, get information about projects like ours out there. It's been great to talk with you.
1: It's been our pleasure. And, Sarah, who gives us the pleasure of sponsoring Radio Rotary this week?
0: Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Mental Health America of Dutchess County, Mark, Mid-Hudson Addiction Recovery Centers, Norman Staffing, Patterson Auto Body, and Poughkeepsie Nissan. Additionally, the featured Rotary Clubs of New Paltz, Patterson, Pearl River, Philmont, Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulcer, Suffern, Wallkill, Wappinger Falls, and Warwick Valley, New York.
1: For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell Clay our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer, Mr. Jay Verzi. This is Jonah Trebowasa. Thank you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hi.
3: I'm Rotarian Adam Kane for Poughkeepsie Nissan. From the economical Nissan Versa to the luxurious Nissan Armada to the exciting all-new electric Nissan Leaf, we have the right car for you. Come see our wide selection of new and previously owned vehicles at Poughkeepsie Nissan, Route 9 in Wappinger's Falls, and visit us at PoughkeepsieNissan.com or call me direct, Adam Kane, at 866-703-2288. That's 866-703. 2288 poughkeepsie nissan lower prices and higher standards
1: At Patterson Auto Body, they know that a new car has more than 15 onboard computers operating everything from the engine to the radio. So technicians not only need to know about automotive repair, but electronics, physics, and chemistry too. The specialized education needed to become an automotive service technician today is equivalent to several master's degrees. Patterson Auto Body is very proud of their automotive technicians. Experience is a wonderful thing. Call 845-878-3456 for a service appointment today. That's 845-878-3456.
3: This is Andrew O'Grady, CEO of Mental Health America and the Mark Agency. MHA is merging with the Mark Agency, so whether you struggle with addiction or your mental wellness, we can be your first stop. MHA and Mark, where anyone can get access to the full spectrum of mental health and addiction services without having to jump through unnecessary hoops. MHA of Duchess and the Mark Agency. Contact us at 473-2500 or check us out on the web at mhaduchess.org. You are not alone.